0: Welcome
1: to the Big 3 IDP Podcast. Here
0: are your hosts, Josh, Bobby, and Adam.
2: What's up, you diehards, you degenerates, you lovers of defensive football. This is Josh Framer, and we are back with another episode of the Big 3 IDP Podcast. It's a cold night here in South Central Kentucky, but it is warm in the Soad Shack, the boys, dried, we got three heaters hitting us from all directions right now. The lights are flickering. I think the power's struggling, staying on. I think we're about to burn this baby to the ground, but we'll, we'll die warm, boys. We are surrounded by heaters. Bobby, how are you, man? We got a great pic of you earlier tonight that people can check out on Twitter.
3: I am handsome.
2: Yeah. Yes, sir. You are hot as hell, baby. Woo-wee. That's right. That yeah. big uh, pop filter microphone for a face and everything else. Never
3: looked better. It's
2: a good look for you, Bobby. Yeah, that was uh first
1: time I've ever done a video like that. So, you know, still uh, still learning. <laughs> We need I'll to get better. S-
2: we'll need to send you to Instagram 101, Addy. Yeah, I
3: know. That's like the videos of the uh, old people. It's that they're actually videoing themselves. Instead yeah. of Taking a picture. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: I've got a. I'll show you guys after. I got a great picture of my dad trying to end a Facebook live video, but sweat had dripped into his eyes and he can't see his phone anyway. So he's holding about arms length away. And it's just like wow. squinting. It's like yeah. so good, and it was on his Facebook, his business Facebook page. That's awesome. That's the, best. the, the well, parents are the
3: best on Facebook. Well, yeah.
1: we're dads too, so we are we're allowed to do that type yeah. of stuff. So also true.
3: Parents are Facebook now. There was a time when it was a younger a younger man's game, but yeah, I was not talking my
1: I was talking to my parents tonight about Facebook. Like you guys just need to get off there. <laughs> it is just poison. It, it is, is poison trash. for you guys.
2: Morgan was saying this forever, and then I kept hearing that in my head. I was like, you know what? Adam's right. This yeah. is absolute poison. Just, you're happier, aren't you? Oh, I'm so much happier. I've been off it for like a year and a half now. It's
3: just business, man. It's all it is.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're on there for business, I guess.
3: Yeah, I'm on there for old trucks and you know whatnot. Yeah, marketplace stuff I need to buy.
2: That's true. You just wish you could have like a just a marketplace account or just oh, a business account but not a personal profile but nope facebook's gonna rope you in one way or the other Mm -hmm. all right guys so we are um let's see less than a week until uh one of the best holidays of the year personally my favorite thanksgiving so we're gonna kick it off tonight boys we always do some food takes with your favorite Mm. thanksgiving day side dish Mm. so i'll give you boys a minute to think about it Ponder in your hearts what conjures up the most joy at the Thanksgiving dinner table.
1: I got it.
3: Just picture me doing the Alonzo morning uh, gif on the sideline. Yeah, thinking about mm-hmm. it, and then,
1: yeah, it gets better. So, Markham, what you got? Okay, The uh, my aunt makes a – my mom as well. I mean, I know a lot of people make this. My, my mother-in-law as well. She makes a good one. <laughs> sweet potato crunch. Ooh, okay. Explain. It's just like a sweet potato casserole. um, that's that's extremely sweet. It's got like a lot of cinnamon sugar on it, uh, some like graham cracker crumbles, mm-hmm. like some nuts.
2: So it's got some good texture going it's on. It's
1: just a great dish. It, you can almost like use it as your uh, dessert.
3: Have you ever had that where they put the uh, the marshmallows on top and kind of like heat them up? I guess. Yeah,
1: th- there's there's some variations with that. Yeah, some people do it like that. What's My mother in law makes one that's that's almost like a it tastes like a brownie, mm. sweet nice. potato brownie. It's it's. Big fan of sweet potatoes in that form.
2: There's a lot of dishes that normally do not get made throughout the year that come out for Thanksgiving. Yeah, Mm. I don't like sweet potatoes.
3: And then,
1: but
2: Thanksgiving rolls around,
1: and I like them in that dish.
3: But in that dish, love them at Rafferty's too. You go and get like the uh, cinnamon butter with the pecans. Mm. Cinnamon butter makes everything better. Once the butter's all gone, it's like I don't want this. Nah, that's fine. Just throw it on the ground. Take this.
2: So, what's yours, Bobby? Man, I don't know. I'll go and give you some more time to 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 pontificate. So. Um, I think, I think, yeah, I think there's several women in my family that make this, but I know Allie specifically makes it. It's a strawberry pretzel salad. So it's oh, yeah. like strawberry jello with like whipped cream and pretzels. And I didn't get on that grind until recently, but that is one that you could honestly have at, during your meal, but you could also have it as your dessert. So the flexibility there. Is clutch. I'm also old school. It's one of the few times a year when people actually make homemade mashed potatoes mm-hmm. because they're, I mean, admittedly, they're hard to make. You have to peel mm-hmm. the potatoes and cut them up and yeah. boil them. But homemade mashed potatoes are one of those things that you, all the knockoff imitators, the Bob Evans, they just don't come close to the real thing, man. It's when true. you get good homemade mashed potatoes. Yeah, that Bob Evans is, is, uh,
3: It's quick, but it's... uh, It's fine. It's a little too cafeteria. It just doesn't prepare. Yeah. And
1: I don't know, you just just know in your your heart of hearts that that's not not the way it should be. That's not the way the good Lord intended to eat mashed potatoes. That's true.
3: Need a little sweat
2: in your mashed potatoes. Sure. That's right. Put a little sweat equity into them.
3: There you go. So, uh, mine would probably be my wife does this, uh, crock pot mac and cheese. Oh, man. Mm. Uh, it's like with several different kinds of cheeses. And, uh, I don't know, whatever it does to those noodles, like she kind of buys the smaller, like, I don't know what you call Is it elbow? Elbows yeah, are great. Probably something like Elbows that. Elbow's good for a crock pot. But something that it, it kind of almost gives it like a, not a burnt flavor, but like a, I don't know, it's, it, for whatever reason, the, the, uh, Crock-Pot does something different to it than just, like, putting it actually on the stove. Mac
2: and cheese in the Crock-Pot is a different kind of texture and consistency.
3: The key h- she has found, though, is she's got to put those, like, bags around the Crock-Pot oh, yep. or else it takes me, like, eight hours to oh, get yeah. it clean. That's that is worse. a nightmare to get that out of a Crock-Pot. We actually did an uh, XFFL pod one time. We did. Uh, Comparing every team in there to a... Uh, thanksgiving dish that was a fun episode that was a good one
2: everyone got compared to a thanksgiving day food you can check that out the xffl pod is still out there they're great uh if you just want to it's i guess it would be last year when we did the thanksgiving episode thanksgiving's just the best man it is that's (laughs) why i said it's my favorite holiday because you have everything that you typically get with christmas Mm -hmm. without the pressure and the financial drain of buying everyone presents yep what do y'all do
3: turkey wise
2: So our friend Cabell that we've talked about several times the past last year and then this year again, he is doing our turkey for us. He's doing the dressing and he's doing a ham for us. So all the meats and the dressing he's taking care of.
3: How does he do it?
2: I'm not sure, honestly. I know the best turkey I ever had at Thanksgiving was actually deep fried. That's what we do. You may deep fry it. Yeah, it's so good. Although Cabo has juiciest, most flavorful.
1: Cabo has a smoker, so I don't know. He may do it. Uh, there, he has a lot of different ways he could do it.
3: We deep fry it, but it also seems like super sketchy. Like you got to be out in the middle of nowhere. Oh know? yeah, it really is. You're putting a large turkey into a vat of uh, yeah, you know, boiling, boiling liquids.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's a little. Little dangerous, but that's the best turkey prep I've ever had. Agreed. 100%. So
1: I think my dad was telling me that we're getting a turkey from Popeyes this year. They apparently wow. sell turkeys, and they're like Cajun turkeys. So really, yeah. Very so we're nice. going to give that a try. Little update there.
2: Yeah, but I saw Boyce uh, Marketplace. Mm-hmm. You can come and eat. I think on that day, dude. It's or awesome. Is it? I have never done their Thanksgiving.
3: We haven't done like the Thanksgiving day, but they have like a. Uh, we had like an office party there or something one time, and they have the same meal as what they have that day. And it was, um, dude. Where are your freaking elastic dude. breeches? There's nothing better
2: than finding a good place that does like country cooking. Oh, like yeah. you just can't, you can't get that anywhere outside. Also the South. enjoy
3: that last year, Joshy, of uh, not having a kid jump up on your neck and wrestle you after dinner. You can actually go lay in your favorite lazy boy, put your feet up, and take you a nap. That's true. Enjoy is 2019 because 2020 we're hosting
2: again this year, and we do have about like 12 kids coming.
3: None of them are yours.
2: None of them are mine though. That is true. That's
1: right. You don't get to sit back, let that food digest. <laughs> I
2: need that time. I need that like trip to changed into the sweatpants. Don't need the the belt or the pressure on my stomach. Sure. I need yeah. everyone
1: to be quiet for a little bit. Yeah.
2: Everyone just play inside voices or go outside. <laughs> you have the sweatpants
3: with the elastic at the bottom? Mm, yes, I do actually. Wow, I love those. Old yeah, school. Those Kinda- are great. MC hammer S. Have hey, we man. seen
2: who's playing on Thanksgiving yet? Well, we know the Lions and Cowboys. Yeah. Of course. Uh, but I don't know. What's the, the late games always like? Uh, looks
3: like
1: we got uh, looks like we got
2: Chicago at Detroit. Barf. Mm. We get... Um, yeah, that's assuming that Tr- Mitch Trubisky hasn't just been straight up benched at that point for Chase Daniels. Yeah, you're
3: allowed to see Chase Daniels and Jeff Driscoll yeah. there. you go. What a
1: matchup. That's an awful game. Good God. Uh, second game is Buffalo at Dallas.
3: Hey, that's not hey, bad. It's okay. See Josh Allen. I be think Buffalo's
1: f- overachieving. It seems. I think
2: Dallas will wipe the floor with him.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. It could be a close game. That's a
3: Buffalo's got. I don't a trust good Josh defense. Allen in
2: prime time on Thanksgiving, dude. Watch, but Buffalo
3: does have a good defense. You're right. Want to watch yeah. Allen? Want to watch uh, Singletary too? It'd be kind of fun. It'd be fun.
1: <laughs> yeah. We never get to see. Uh, we'll get to see. Our, I don't know we'll get, that I've seen a Bills game this we year. We never. Yeah, exactly. We never get to see him in primetime. Jordan I'm, Poyer. I'm excited to see Tremaine, baby. Oh, yeah. Um, So that'll be cool. And then the night game is going to be pretty good. We got New Orleans at Atlanta, who is suddenly surging.
2: Yeah, suddenly yeah. has the best defense in the NFL. Like, what is happening? Yeah, so... Uh, Dan Quinn's like, oh, my God, yeah. I think I might actually I can- get fired. <laughs> Don't listen to the Big 3 IDP
3: podcast. Speaking y'all,
2: of which, I want to...
3: I'm losing my job. I want to
2: do a seg later on, maybe like next week or the week after, like coaches who are probably going to get fired. Because yeah. that does affect the IDP landscape sure. mm-hmm. as new coaches come in. And I think... Right now may be a little premature, but after a couple more weeks, we'll definitely have a good feel on um, who's getting the the ax. Yeah. So, uh, all right, guys, let's do some news here, and let's lead off with uh, a piece of news that involves one of the biggest players in IDP right now. Of course, we were reacting live to the Miles Garrett incident where he tried to uh, mash Mason Rudolph's skull with his own helmet. You got you heard it raw
1: and unfiltered.
2: Mason got as the ESPN guys would say jacked up, um, and uh, Garrett got suspended indefinitely. Seemed like there was a chance that suspension may get knocked down to a a quantifiable number of games. It was upheld on appeal, but coming out of that, of course, the big storyline was Miles Garrett accusing Mason Rudolph of using a racial slur which, of course, Miles Garrett said is not justification for his actions, but he's going to throw it out there. And uh, in the wake of this, what I found most interesting was that not only did the league say that they found no evidence of Mason saying that, that Miles Garrett doubled down on what he said, saying, I know what I heard, and also he never intended for the allegation to become public, which is an insane thing to say when you're in the spotlight like this. Of course it's going to become public, duh. And then he didn't want to use it as an excuse for mashing Mason with his own helmet. Mm. So my question is, what was Miles Garrett thinking going with the race card here? And did it feel to you all like maybe a desperate ploy to get this suspension knocked down?
1: Yeah, that seemed about the only... uh... Only angle he had, really, you know. Um, But, yeah, God, just the worst. The the worst thing that that could have happened, you know, it, it was already bad enough, but this just makes it so much worse. Because, again, none of his teammates heard any mention of that of a slur being being said he didn't talk about this with anybody for a week you the, know the
2: reporters were the ones telling his teammates right for the first time they're like what no Sheld-
1: sheldon richardson didn't yeah. hear a thing about it baker mayfield didn't hear a thing about it that's just like that would not happen um, you you know that these guys reach out to each other they talk all the time you know that there was text exchange like miles would have told teammates hey that's why I did, you know,
2: or somebody else might have heard it.
1: Yeah, there right.
2: was tons of people standing around Mason and Miles Garrett when this was happening.
1: And the, you know, the I heard what I heard. That's he's just gonna do the deny till you die thing. Mm-hmm. There's no way you can prove that that wasn't said. Um, maybe it was said when they were tussling. You know, the two of them were kind of by on themselves. the ground. Maybe, maybe at that point. So maybe it was said. But again, there's no way that we'll ever know. Mm-hmm. Um and, man, it's just, why even bring it up as an excuse, really? If
2: Especially if you said it's not a justification for my behavior. Then why say then it? Then why say it? Yeah. Especially when you know... That's that's a lie for him to say I never intended for it to become to for it to become public knowledge. Well, of course you did. Yeah. This is this appeals process is under the national microscope, dude. Of course it's gonna I know. come out. It's
1: like, dude, you crack Mason Rudolph over the head with a helmet could have could have really hurt this dude. And now you're like, now you you're trying to ruin his name pretty much, mm-hmm. saying that he said this slur when he he is you know he had he has a locker room full of guys that that you know, that would not fly with if he said something like that. And he
2: said that, I don't know if Mason's comment was born out of ignorance or just, you know, in the moment. And it's just like, listen to yourself. Now you're saying that the comment could have come from some racial kind of you know, ignorance, and it's like you're just digging yourself deeper here, Miles. Yeah, just,
1: it just it wasn't a good look for Miles at all. I know you
2: said you've lost some respect for him yeah, I wasn't coming f- out of this whole thing. Just
1: wasn't a fan of that, you know. I know people are, were dying to hear the three white boys' take on this whole thing. Oh, of
2: course, of course. <laughs> and, Bobby, here's the thing, too, is I think what makes this difficult is that Mason Rudolph is not exactly a likable— Mm -hmm. Um, he's like if an Abercrombie Mm -hmm. shirt with a popped collar came to life and played quarterback. That's great. But, I mean, so I think it's getting a little bit lost here just because Mason Rudolph is not exactly a likable person and everyone's just like, oh, well, you know, uh, yeah, what Miles did was bad, but it was kind of nice seeing Mason get smashed in the head, at least. I don't know. That's kind of how I felt. But
3: I, I agree. How do you feel about it? Yeah, I just, I don't know. It was a bad look for both of them. It, n- none of this helped. The racial slur, even if it was true, just shut up and just say you made a mistake and let's move on. Yeah, You know, apologies in, you know, the NFL. You know, look at Vic. Vic is loved again, and he did some crappy stuff, you know. But he owned up, you know. He fessed up. He He, you know, did what needed to be done in order to... You know, regain his name, and you know I I respect Mike Vick for that. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot that can be learned in you know mistakes and you know in wrongdoings and stuff. And I agree, Mason Rudolph and Garrett have just dug themselves a bigger hole in this whole situation, regardless of what actually was said or happened. It is um, something else
2: I saw, and I was trying to find the tweet, and I just could not find it. That basically said. The, he suspended the rest of the season, the postseason, if they make the playoffs, and unless he su- he shows remorse when it comes time for his reinstatement, unless he owns what he did and stop trying to make these excuses, they will continue the suspension. Wow, is the that that is a tweet that I saw? I, I wish I could find it. But um, basically, the NFL is not playing around with this. Yeah. If Miles does not show 100% remorse and own what he did, he will not be back in the league anytime soon.
1: Yeah. And that's really where, you know, when, when I said that I've kind of lost respect for Garrett, it's because as from the beginning, he acted like he was owning up. You know, he, he, was, gonna, he was just going to, you know, take whatever punishment came his way and accept yeah. it, knew that he was wrong. Yeah. But, no, he immediately appeals. Yeah um and then we, this excuse comes out to like try and make it seem like it was justified just i don't know man it it was just a bad look from from hitting someone like you know Mason Rudolph in the first place someone that is really no threat yeah. to someone his size
2: and i did and it was i went back and watched more of that melee or it was on TV when we were at dinner the other night and like i didn't realize cuz i i wondered what Ogan jog Ogan Joby got suspended for, mm-hmm. and then saw finally where he came in and just Pushed basically him. blasted him mm. after it was over, <laughs> after he'd gotten mashed in the head. Yeah. That
1: was low-key the funniest part, because <laughs> because that was when Mason Rudolph looks up at him yeah. and called him a bitch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> is that the picture? Is, yeah, that's is, it. That's is it. that the picture? Okay. Pretty sure. So, really uh, right. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The picture that's now your Twitter avatar. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, Mason Rudolph is... Like he clearly lost his mind too in oh, yeah. that moment. He's and, not right
1: at all in this.
2: And and you know, he like I'm not obviously no one is defending Miles Garrett, but I was telling somebody else, I feel like this sort of thing happens like in football practices a mm-hmm. lot. Like guys are taking swings at their own teammates. Yeah. Some helmets might get tossed. Steve Smith broke one of his teammates' jaw. I mean, stuff you know? happens. Yeah. So that's when my, my initial reaction was like, okay, I get this is really bad. But, A, it's bad because it's on a national stage and it's the only game that we're watching right now. Mm-hmm. And, B, it's such a high-profile player attacking a quarterback of a nationally beloved franchise like the Steelers. And so that magnified the whole thing. But at the end of the day, I don't know, the Twitter reaction afterwards got on my nerves a little bit. And the whole, That's another like, story, though.
3: Why, why are the Browns not, like, why is their PR not trying to help Garrett out a little bit? You know, why are they saying, like, yeah, say whatever you want to say. You know, like, yeah, racial slur, you yeah, bring that up. That's why I
2: wonder, did he run that by the PR team at all? Gosh, or did he just get into the appeals room
3: and be like, yeah, he called me a uh, racial slur? I mean, it's a horrible look for Garrett, but I think it's still a bad look for the Browns and that whole, like, situation they got going on. I thought it was a fine look for Baker Mayfield. You know, he actually said what a lot of us probably thought at the end of the game, just, you know, can't have that happen. We're competing for the playoffs, you know, and, you know, here we are. He's going to have a suspension. I mean, I felt like he was still, you know, kind of the mildest, you know, calmest, you know, head, you know, of everybody at the end of the game. But, yeah. yeah. Just what a mess. Yeah. I, and glad I traded Garrett for the 103-ish. That's the true. miles from
1: NFL Stadium, Garrett. Him well, and
3: Tyreek, he'll never play
1: again.
2: <laughs> and he played this season. He shouldn't yeah. have, though. He shouldn't have. He's, he was tight watching him at that Chiefs-Titans game. <laughs> let's get so, that uh, let's get that
1: hashtag going. Mile, hashtag miles from playing in an NFL game. <laughs> Garrett.
2: You like game or stadium better?
1: Uh, Let's do both of them. <laughs> game, stadium. It's a little long-winded, but I think uh, it could get some traction. I
3: think that's the whole 140 characters, Adam. <laughs> if, sure. hashtag. if Garrett doesn't connect with Mason, is this as
2: big of a deal? I don't think so, no. I think you're probably right. I think just because he made contact and you could see his head yeah. depressed down into his shoulder pads. Yeah. It just it, sucks, man. Garrett was like, he was the next thing, it seemed. Yeah. You now, know? The, the fallout from this, like, I don't know if I've seen it articulated really well. Like, what is this going to do to his career? Yeah. Yeah,
1: you don't know. I mean, I'm sure he'll be fine. He's 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 not like he's going to, you know, stop eating and, you know, lose 60 pounds, become like skinny as a real and yeah. like... A shell of himself.
2: Have you had like nightmares about this? Like, what's going on here? He becomes, like,
1: he becomes like emo. You know, oh, he's got that swoop hair. Yeah, <laughs>
2: so, that that would be sick. So I did read on Roto World where they probably would have <laughs> negotiated his contract extension this next off season. Wow, but now they'll probably bump it to 2021.
1: Wow, Garrett's like you know causing causing fights in the locker room. Like, yo, get this wrap off. <laughs> Put on some Taking Back Sunday.
2: He talks like that now. He talks like that now, huh? <laughs> Taking <him> Back Sunday. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're like uh, good emo band. Good emo band talk, yeah. guys. So
3: uh, <laughs> I guess real quick, IDP wise, if y'all have Garrett in Dynasty, would you sell him or hold him? I mean, you're not get gonna, him out.
2: You're not gonna. What are you gonna get for him at hey. this point? Hey, That's
3: true.
1: My moral compass won't allow me to have guys like Garrett on my uh, on my team. No sir.
3: No when- sir.
2: I'm trying to figure out who this character is. I was, I was is. in the middle of that as well. Is this guy at the end of his rope? No, this is Moral Compass guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is Moral Compass guy. <laughs> so to recap, the Browns will be without Miles Garrett and Larry Ogunjobi because of suspension. Morgan Burnett tore his Achilles. And Olivier Vernon was uh, going to be out Sunday against the Dolphins with a knee injury. And also Joe Schobert is questionable. Wow. Wow. So I don't know that I wouldn't lay a little wood in Vegas and the Dolphins because... That uh, that is a depleted Browns defense right there.
1: I don't know. I think we're gonna see big boy games from Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry.
2: I hope you're right. They need. I mean, the offense has to step up.
1: We got a revenge game for Jarvis mm-hmm. and uh, Odell. God, if it if it you know not now. Win seriously. And this is the worst defense in the league.
3: Their new receiver, uh, Kareem Hunt.
2: Yeah. Seriously, dude. That's been weird. I mean, they might as well just convert him to wide receiver with how much he's been running routes.
3: I want to compare him. I'd uh, like to see a side-by-side chart between him and uh, Tariq Cohen. Cohen's been running a ton of routes as, yeah. as well this year. I think it's awesome. I, I like it having Chubb and Hunt both I like it, too. It's a cool little look.
1: We shouldn't be too surprised. You know, they used Duke Johnson out of the slot a lot yeah. last year, yeah. so that's just kind of what they're doing with
3: Chubb. And Hunt's or, way better Hunt, at sorry. that. Yeah.
2: yeah. And and to, to kind of add a point that we have a little further down here in the news, because we're talking about this game, the Browns should be able to take advantage of the fact that the Dolphins just put Bobby McCain and Rashad Jones on IR on Wednesday of this week. So, Bobby, your prediction came true with yeah. Minka, just a little bit different circumstances. Bobby, your prediction
3: McCain true? You're a pun master tonight, Adam. <laughs> I'm really proud of you. Yeah, I'm proud of that one. We, uh, I don't know. I think we didn't really lay a ton of guidelines to it, just kind of said, you know, Play it by ear and see what happens, but man, that Rashad Jones to IR button's a pretty expensive one. You know, mm. you're a crappy team, but still, Rashad Jones is making a ton of money this year.
2: Yep. Be curious. I don't know. I haven't checked his dead cap hit for next year if they cut him. But so for
3: this year, wasn't it like twenty five oh, million? Oh, it, it
2: was insane. You couldn't trade him and you couldn't cut him because he was making too much and
3: he cost too much to cut. Let's look that up. So, um also too. Uh, I was always kind of interested to see why um, TJ McDonald didn't make a team. Is he anywhere yet? I don't think so. I kind of thought he was interesting. Yeah, I
1: agree. I thought he would be okay and land somewhere.
3: um, I think he tried out for Pittsburgh, I think, before they went and got Minka, maybe. Maybe. Um, I kind of had my finger on the uh, the waiver button for him, but
2: so his dead cap in twenty twenty would be ten point one million dollars. You got to think that this coming. year it was twenty five four. So there's just no way you could do it. Wow,
1: McDonald's a free agent. So
2: wow, gotcha. how's he not been picked up? How old is he? Young. Is he younger?
1: Twenty eight.
2: Oh, he's a little older. Huh that's interesting yeah so um let's see here some other news guys from this past week we finally had the big Mad Max Crosby breakout game he's actually named the AFC defensive player of the week for week 11.
1: Baldy did a breakdown on him so you Ooh, know he's made nice.
2: it yeah that is kind
0: of the- yeah. a
1: lot of uh a lot of you know talking about he was like the greatest pass rush he'd ever seen he does a lot of
0: He's, he can he can exaggerate. be hyperbolic at times. Yes, yeah. yes, very
3: Hyper, much so. Hyperbolic,
2: <laughs> prone to hyperbole. Uh,
3: okay, yeah, is this that, is
2: the greatest. This is the yeah, most sure. dominant.
3: Close enough, Josh. Yeah. yeah,
1: he needs to pump the brakes a little bit. But Max Crosby, man, what a baller! Yeah. For real, he's he's looking like the best defen- the best rookie defensive end on the team.
0: He Agreed. is, and
2: that's what's funny is I think it was the defensive coach or the defensive line coach, one of the two. I think it was Paul Gunther. So whatever his position is with the team, they asked him, I think it was something along the lines of, who do you see being like an all-pro for this team down the road? He said, I can tell you who, it's Max Crosby. And wow. he did not pick out Cleveland Farrell as the guy that would be the all-pro wow. down the road. He picked out Max Crosby.
3: Four and a half sacks in the last two games.
2: Four of those came last week. Yeah. He had four sacks, right? Against it, the, it was
1: against the Bengals, but
3: Bengals, still, yeah. four sacks is four sacks, baby. That's right.
2: IDP. Don't matter who it is. Uh, so
3: Forty-five t- burger last week. Wow, in our league. So on the bench. So the uh, week ten game that Farrell kind of looked good. You know, uh, eight tackles, two sacks, and one half sack. Uh, he had one tackle last game.
2: That, but what has been kind of a rising storyline that you've seen is this Raiders rookie class is getting a lot of love. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, from, they're not uh, bad.
2: They're not bad. They and they're doing. They're doing pretty well this year as a team. I mean, you got Hunter Renfro, Josh Jacobs, Max Crosby, Cleland Farrell. I mean, Jonathan Abram, if he had been healthy, would have been definitely in the mix for that as well. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, that whole Mac trade is looking all right about now. It really is. I was really bashing it at the beginning of the year. I thought it was kind of a trash deal when that happened, but... It looks awesome now. Mac has been pretty crappy.
1: The only way a trade for Mac makes sense is if you have everything else already in place. You know, yeah. if you're bringing him into a team that's already set up, mm-hmm. uh, and you're just adding him. The Bears weren't. They didn't. They didn't have a quarterback. They didn't have it all figured out yet. Do you
3: not think that they thought maybe they were closer than they are? I think so, but oh, they made
1: terrible. P- I mean,
3: you they picked They thought Trubisky. they
2: were a kicker away, dude. Think yeah. about that. They spent all off trying out like nine kickers, yeah. Yeah. with like uh, circus like parlor games and. Meanwhile, Trubisky was just regressing right before their eyes.
1: I hope they they know that they have to they have to address it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it they had had
2: like if they had had even a average if they had had an Andy Dalton level quarterback in that playoff game last year, they they probably win.
3: He yeah. throws some big misses. He does. He's he overthrows terrible. some people pretty monumentally.
2: This is I think we'll see him benched for performance reasons. Before the end of the season. That
3: had to have been that conversation Mm -hmm. last week. It couldn't have been his hip or whatever they were calling it. Yeah,
2: he tried to say that it was – Nagy tried to act like it was, oh, the hip was affecting his decision-making. Maybe that was true. Uh, But also, the decision-making part of that equation is pretty
3: interesting because it's very poor. His face didn't say that Nagy came over and was like, bro, you know, that hip's hurting. We're going to put Chase in. That that, – face that he was making said now my head coach just came over to me and told me that i was benched for chase daniels so that was one of the weirder ends to a game that i've seen in a while you know they weren't completely out of the game yet but yet you bench your you know starting quarterback with like a minute left well i just the timing was really And then i saw
2: i heard dr chow came out and was like a lot of guys have played through injuries worse than that, yeah. mm-hmm. like this year, and including Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. yeah,
3: Nagy could be on that whole chopping block with uh, Trubisky if that, he doesn't start figuring it out. I mean, that, soon that soon. would
2: be a shocker, but uh, I've
3: heard it floated for sure. Yeah. Just give the ball to Dave Montgomery. He looks awesome. Just don't even run a quarterback. Just play Wildcat.
2: Talk about one of the most disappointing teams this year. Is yeah. just the Bears have got to be at the top of that list. Even defensively. Yeah. Some of their players have. have
3: You know, Roquan's been down. Trevathan's honestly probably been one of their better defensive players.
2: And he's hurt now. Yeah.
1: So they just never recovered from that missed field goal.
0: Yeah.
3: Nope. Akeem Hicks going out early. Yeah, that hurt him. That That probably hurts Mack as well. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Fuller might be their best IDP player. And,
1: you know, teams are able to load up on Mack and, and, you know, try and phase him out of games. Yeah. You know, so he's getting doubled and tripled. 28, 29. He's still great. He's still dominant. He's just again he's get he's got all the attention because he is by far the best piece on that defense, yeah. and he's
2: getting paid like yep. a top tier superstar. I'd yep. like to kind of uh, reminiscent of Von Miller, honestly, like a yeah. guy yeah. supremely talented, just on a really talent poor defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Bears aren't talent poor; they just they've come back to earth a lot this year.
3: Any of those dudes um, gone next year? Either Anthony Miller, Taylor Gabriel, Allen Robinson. Uh, uh, your tight end. Trey Burton? Yeah. Any of those guys gone, or you think they're still there? I think it depends on what happens. I think Mitch will be gone.
2: I think Nagy will survive. Uh, But if they blow up the whole thing and just reboot the machine, I mean, who knows what that offense looks like. Mm. I think it all depends on if they bring in a new GM, new head coach, new quarterback. Mm. I don't think that's going to happen, but if they bring in a new quarterback, they might have to adjust the system to fit the quarterback's playing style you know
3: so back to your original point uh max crosby uh shout out to rso you know you gave him a little extension this week i did yeah well earned
2: nice little dart throw for the future so i'm so sick about
1: that still yeah
2: because you dropped him
1: no i didn't i was trying um yeah i missed out on on him twice on waivers
2: because nico got him
1: then he dropped him
2: and then i got him and
1: then you got him and i got i was you know Lower in
3: the waiver
2: priority
1: (laughs) on both of
0: them.
3: You four year, or two year contract. It was a four year, two million.
1: He's
2: gonna be good, folks. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Markham, what's this next piece of news here? I haven't I hadn't dug into this one as much. I did see some some tweets about it, but what's going on with LVE? Well,
1: LVE's dealing with the back injury right now. Mm -hmm. No, or is it a neck injury? Neck injury. It's a neck injury, and so this is something that he dealt with in college. And I don't know if you guys remember, but around draft time, Mike Mayock who you know, at the time, was a draft analyst. Now the Oakland Raiders GM, but he said that um, a lot of teams had really concerns uh, concerns about him. Um, sorry,
0: <laughs> miss my spot.
1: Words are hard. <laughs> miss my spot, but uh, yeah,
2: <laughs> you're good, Addy.
1: In fact, Mike Mayock, who was at, a, at the time an analyst
2: for NFL Network, revealed
1: that some teams had medical concerns about LVE's neck. Hmm. LVE dismissed those concerns as somebody trying to get clicks. Mm. So that was a bad segment right there, guys. I
2: just pictured Adam reading a teleprompter as a news anchor. <laughs> on tonight's news, a child is in a, a what? No. Hold on.
3: Can we take a timeout? I need to reset. That's like the uh, Chinese airline that went down and that lady, you know, said, you know, some ting wong. (laughs) I think that was the
2: racist meme making the rounds on uh, 50 plus year old Facebook pages. Oh, man. Now, this
1: this kind of reminds
3: me me of the whole uh, Todd Gurley not letting the Rams um, do any type of examination on his knee. Um, I don't remember what year that was, but this is kind of the same didn't thing. Didn't he have too.
2: micro fractured fractures in his knee? Was that what that was, the I whole don't thing? I not
3: recall now. But coming out of Georgia... Um, well, he, his knee got shredded, didn't it? Yeah, I think he uh, had an ACL tear coming out. Yeah, that's what it was. and was pretty late in that draft. I think he dropped to like the 10th pick or something, and Fisher took him. Um, but even after that, I guess prior to maybe his extension or something, he wouldn't let anybody examine the knee. So this is kind of similar, but... Yeah, so this is concerning, I would say, you know, having Jason Garrett come out and say don't yeah, th- feel like it's career threatening, like why is that even in your mouth?
2: Yeah, if that's if that kind of severity is uh something that you have to dispel, what's yeah. going on there that makes you have to say that?
1: Yeah, weird thing to just come out and say. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um
2: Hey guys, lv he's not dead. Yeah. What? Why would we think he was dead?
1: Guys, L V is hurt, his career's not in jeopardy. But you know, you know. Also, you don't. We don't know.
3: You need to pray for him.
2: That neck is mangled.
1: Gosh.
3: it's not
2: career threatening though.
3: So, in other words, Sean Lee is going to go out about uh, two series in tomorrow.
2: Yep, Sean Lee.
1: <laughs> we'll get to him in yeah. uh, who'd you get? But that's uh, somebody that I would recommend
2: maybe picking
3: up at least for a week because he'll be hurt for but. sure.
2: <laughs> so uh, another guy that's been hurt, a linebacker that uh, has really hurt your roster if you were banking on him is C.J. Mosley. I saw where he got a PRP injection to try to speed up his recovery. He's hoping to get cleared in the next week, but according to Roto World, if he doesn't get cleared, he'll likely have surgery and be put on IR. Mm. So I don't think he's going – my gut feeling, I don't think he's going to get cleared, and I think he'll hit IR sometime after Thanksgiving.
1: It doesn't make much sense to let him play. Yeah. You know, you paid all Not that money. Made, paid all that money. To bring him there, just reset for next year. You know, you got off to a bad start with the Darnold thing. Mm-hmm. It's just been all downhill since then. The darn
2: hiring Gase. I mean, really,
1: since the Gase hiring, it's just all yeah, all not been, been good. downhill, not good. So again, we're looking towards next year. The smart thing to do here is just shut him down, put him sure, on your IR, make sure he's hundred percent for next year and ready to go. Because again, he's he's not he's not that old. He should still be a uh, a. a dominant piece, I would think, for the especially, next three, four years. Especially
2: if you paid up for him, which you probably did, and you're in yeah. some sort of dynasty or keeper league. He's just a hold for me right now. He's
1: totally fine. You're going to – I think next year he'll be back to being a linebacker too. Mm-hmm. You know, you got, you also got to remember the what's going to happen with Avery Williamson yeah, next year. Are they going to let him go or, or – he's coming off an ACL tear. I think he's – I think they paid him pretty handsomely too. Yeah. I don't know. Have, having uh, two highly paid linebackers mm-hmm. – Ah, uh, I could see one of the, those guys getting cut loose.
2: Yeah, they signed they signed him on March eighteenth, two thousand eighteen, to a three year, twenty two and a half million dollar contract that had sixteen million guaranteed. That's coming up. That was Avery's. That was Avery Williamson's. Hmm. So it's not a bad
1: contract. His yeah. dead
2: cap though uh, next year is not bad. He's only two million. million. Oh, so if they were to move on from him, only a two million dollar hit. Have any of these other dudes really stood out to y'all though? Cashman hewitt yeah i like cashman Uh, i tell you who's been coming on that i've been having to play just because of freaking injuries was james burgess yeah he's been playing really well he's played great i think he's been double digits the past three weeks
1: but again i don't think it's because these guys are that good it's just because they're you know someone has to make tackles, accumulating stats they're not they're not in any of these games their defense is getting
3: ran on and you know passed on so while we're on lb talk uh what do you think about anthony walker
2: Um, he is a guy that I think will be phased out, uh, after this season. Okay. I think he's talented, but I think we've got a lot of good young pass rushers slash linebackers. I mean, there's a reason they went and got Okariki as high as they did. Yeah.
3: They all look good. I watched a little bit of that game, you know, and, uh, they looked awesome. There was a nice play Walker made. I don't remember what it was now, but a sideline play. He got there pretty quick. I didn't know what your thoughts were on him. I think Uh, he had another pretty low game, didn't he?
2: Um, Two yeah, tackles, yeah, maybe? he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't big in that game.
3: Should have had a fumble
2: forced at the end for sure. And maybe recovery mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but Walker is not Darius Leonard mm-hmm. and these rookies just have a little more rope than a guy like him. Once the next wave comes in, cause I'm sure we'll mm-hmm. take a lot of speedy defenders. That seems to be Chris Ballard's MO mm-hmm. I like him this year as kind of a pickup off your waiver wire guy, but not a guy I'd be investing in.
1: Yeah, he's a great pickup if you have uh, if you have Leonard, obviously. Yeah. You know, just because when Leonard goes out, he comes he in. He
2: dude. He gets, yeah. you know, double-digit tackles most yeah. of the time. Mm. So, all right, guys. I think that's it for the news. Uh, we'll be back with uh, Who'd You Get? And a fun little segment, Off the Radar Players, we're excited about in 2020. Y'all don't go anywhere. We're going to talk about Anchor for a sec.
0: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it?
2: That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data
0: rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
2: All right, we're back. I can see Markham swaying side to side out of my peripheral vision. (laughs) And I'm very worried about what's going through his head right now. I've got to redeem myself for that LVE blunder. Markham takes (laughs) these blunders personally, y'all.
1: Oh, I'll be up to at least 4 a.m. tonight
2: going over and over that LVE part. He got off mic as soon as we stopped that last segment. He said, man, kind of screwed up that LVE part. It's like, Addy, look. Some we all have yeah, blundered. Beer. We all fall down, brother. No, it's not all right. You need to do better. There's gonna be about a hundred people listen to that. About hundred people. <laughs> oh, maybe, uh, maybe they'll hit you up on Instagram and we'll get some new followers. Maybe, hope so. Oh, okay. we are on the gram
1: now, people. I don't yeah. know if we've discussed this. Gram game stupid. We right are now. gramming. Yeah. Uh, don't look at the ratio right now. We're again, we are building it, so the ratio is trash. We get it.
2: Don't be in our DMs like, your ratio is trash. <laughs> yeah. Like we
0: we know. get it.
1: We get it. We know. <laughs> We're building the brand. We're self-conscious about it, all right? But, uh, yeah, the gram's going good. It's been fun. Uh, just kind of dropped in there, and, you know, we've we've uh, we've got some people to follow us. We do have over 400 followers. That's awesome.
2: That's wild. So, we, yeah. We have a half on. on Twitter. Yeah,
1: it's not... Twitter, you know, you need to uh, you need to appreciate us a little more because we're we're already even bigger on Instagram. <laughs> the we gram
2: community has welcomed us with open arms. Yeah, it's our looks <laughs> going on Twitter. I think so too it helps. So uh, all right, so we're gonna do a little bit of everyone's favorite IDP segment now. Who'd you get? Oh, that was Matthew McConaughey. Right, That's right. right. How
1: you boys doing tonight? Rolling that
2: booger in his <laughs> sure. in Lincoln my fingers. This Lincoln's nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm driving around in purple smoke, man. Oh, we do love some Matthew McConaughey on this on this podcast. That's right. So, guys, let's do it. A uh, round of who'd you get? And Bobby, let's start with you.
3: Oh, yeah. Who'd you get? Yeah, nobody really of much mention, but uh, Chad Thomas, defensive end there in uh, Cleveland, could be interesting now with Garrett and Ogunjobi out.
1: All all those people on the defensive line out. Yeah.
3: All of them. Vernon, Ogunjobi, Garrett.
1: Yeah, literally all of them.
3: Literally the whole line. Thomas has had maybe a sack or two in the last game or two. Yeah, I saw that. So... I don't know. Kind of an interesting little dart throw there. Do you worry that his see. name is Chad? Yeah, I was about to say. What did I say? No,
2: that's just Chad. Oh. It's just Chad.
3: Yeah. Chad just
2: worries me as a name yeah, in it's, general. It's it's a He's he's not a it's he's not white? I don't know. I have no idea. No, he's not. Just Chad's in general fight wow. an uphill battle yeah. in this world. <laughs> it's a bizarre world. Strange. We're living in. Chad. Yeah. Chad, yeah, my name's Chad. Chad Thomas. Y'all. I was working at the family video yeah. until it closed down, Dude. but I moved over to the CBD oil I shop next door. My, my name's hear,
3: Chad. I didn't hear Miles say anything. Yeah, I heard it. I heard Mason saying a ton though. Yeah, Mason was just like
2: losing his mind. Yeah. He was trying to grab Garrett's nuts. You ripped
3: my Abercrombie. <laughs> V-neck, we're going to have bigger problems. I think
2: Mason wears an Abercrombie yeah. pop-collar <laughs> shirt under his shoulder pad. Yeah, my name's Chad. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. We kind of established that the name is Chad. Oh, so man. who else? Who'd you get on offense? Offensively, Greg Ward. Explain to the people at home who Greg... <laughs> Greg? Was. Greg? Oh, Greg. It, are Greg and Chad friends? Greg. Dude. Greg. Chad! Greg? Greg? <laughs> This is like a do where's my car moment
3: right now. Oh man, how awesome was our slack this week. Dude, our league got out of whack, which was kind of fun. It did. All. It
2: went into a like just like I don't know, drug it got fueled sexual hy- Every- <laughs> drug fueled hysteria. Everyone was replacing their avatars and with my picture and changing their name <laughs> Oh, and names. that's right. So we had like six Josh Ramers in the Slack at one point. I forgot.
1: Yeah. We did go through a lot of stuff this week. Nobody
2: knew who the real Josh was. Yeah, the trade block got super duper sexual. Yeah. I forgot
1: about all of us impersonating Josh. <laughs> there was, was like four of us that <laughs> yeah. were Josh.
2: Yeah, it was great. I loved it. It was like, wow. <laughs> How many leagues right now is, are people just like, uh,
3: you know, tripping oh, yeah. out right now like Adam this? Adam even bled into like the next day. It's like still on, like yeah. guys, y'all need to cut this out. Like, get it together. Yeah, I loved everyone Yeah, it it's like again. I'm gonna
2: install a curfew. It's just funny to see what everyone thought I sounded like <laughs> or acted like on Slack. That was my favorite part. Yeah, like Nico was like, "I'm the professional book writing John." <laughs> blah blah blah. <laughs> it's like, all right, guys, thanks.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. So, um,
2: all right, so Greg Ward, who's Greg? Yeah, practice squad call up
3: in uh in Philadelphia. So, We're uh, at that point in the season, aren't we? Man, I mean... He's a looking, wide receiver? Just looking to see, uh, yeah, what all's happened. Alshon's questionable. Aguilar's questionable. You know, Jordan Matthews, gross. Mac Collins, blah. I don't know why. Arthega, Whiteside. He I can't love, get good on good the job. field, dude. Yeah, that's weird. Um, So, yeah, Greg Ward could be uh you know four or five catch guy this week who knows but okay so weird tangent real
2: quick just because you're a rams fan please what is going on with robert woods any any rumors or rumblings
3: at all nobody knows he just mysteriously like showed up back at practice this week nobody's really asking why and nobody also really knows why so Hmm. i don't know kind of bizarre man that was weird it's all personal matter I think you're you finding people ask less and less. I mean, look at Roquan. You know, he had some crazy stuff going on this year, and you know, people pressed for a day or two, and then you kind of didn't hear anything else about it. So, I don't know. I think people are starting to realize some of these dudes go through some junk, and hopefully, nothing is rough. But and McVeigh
2: said we feel good about that situation. That was all that I saw his comments about it. Yeah, like McVeigh's he...
3: too positive about everything. Needs to be more negative. I need the him team to. Sucked. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. The, uh. But, uh, yeah, so bench, uh, Josh Reynolds. I know I've been pumping him up, but, uh, so Robert Woods and Brandon Cooks, I think Cooks are back. Cooks is oh back, man. Yeah. So. Brandon
1: Cooks. <laughs> why? <laughs> it, it hurts it my he,
3: heart. He says he still hasn't, like, uh, pondered retirement. Like, dude, seriously. Bro, you on. are
1: in denial, dude, yeah. and you should ponder. Because
3: you don't know where you are, yeah. <laughs> Brandon. You sh- I know,
1: that's the thing. It's like. Clearly, he's got the the symptoms. Dude. He need, thinks we, he's good. We
2: need some people in Brandon's life that are telling him, like, "Hey,
3: maybe just chill." Yeah,
1: let's just shut it down for the rest of the year.
3: This is a weird take from here, but uh, speaking of people who don't know where they are, if y'all y'all have Amazon Prime, I do. I recommend uh, "Charged." It's a documentary about this guy named Eduardo Garcia. He gets like crazy electrocuted, like hunting in the back country of Montana, and like almost dies. But uh, talks about, like, reasons to live and, like, you know, he's an amputee and stuff. I don't know where I was going with that, but he, like, didn't really recall where he was for a long time and then just, like, magically, like, showed up on this road. Somebody picked him up and, like, took him to the hospital. But it made me think of Brandon so Cooks. So you think Brandon Cooks may have been struck by lightning? I, I, think, it's, I think it's possible.
2: <laughs> that was my takeaway
3: from that. Yeah. I think, it's, I think it's, it's it's very likely. He's not as tall, but uh, sure. it happens, you know, through the helmet. I'm just, I, I'm waiting for, because they play,
2: when do they play? Monday night?
3: Monday night.
2: I'm just, I'm waiting for that, like, Twitter kind of uh, explosion of, like.
3: A gasp.
2: Yeah, like, oh no, Brandon Cooks mm. is down again and it looks bad. Like,
3: I don't know, man, it's coming again before the end of the season. These concussions are getting pretty out of whack this year. Deontay Johnson's was really bad, too, and supposedly mm. he's playing this week. That I is know. worrisome. Yeah.
2: Dude, my dude was bleeding from his ears. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, which was a great gift. I yeah,
2: especially. I mean, not another teen movie. I mean, yeah. that's just the, well the go-to yeah. ref for bleeding from the ears. Yeah. Juju's out this week from the concussion. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah, was Connor's a tough game. Out.
2: Connor's out. Yeah, Connor got knocked out of that game. Burnett got knocked out. I mean, that was a just a that was that reminded me of the Bengals Steelers game. Remember a, a few mm. years ago in the playoffs when Burfick mm. ran out of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. like on a on a 90 yard interception or something stupid oh, yeah. and he pretty much murdered Antonio Brown. I think that's the moment Antonio Brown yeah. like just sort of went spiraled. Yeah, off the deep end when um, um from that hit.
3: When uh, Andre Johnson and Pac Man went at it. Did anybody? Finnegan. S- it was Cortland Finnegan. That's right. Did they swing any helmets in that one? No, no.
1: but they were swinging hands. What Dude, about? Johnson
2: a- used his face as a punching bag. Yes. Did Finnegan
3: get in that it too sick. with. Um, Probably. Crabtree? Nah, no. No, he- that was a
2: keep to leave. That's right. Finnegan That's was right. a
1: little prick, though. Yeah. He
2: was. He, Johnson, I just loved it because it was like my favorite beatdown in sports was uh, Nolan Ryan. Oh, Nolan yeah. Ryan. Oh, just like. Just had him in a headlock, pretty, just literally punching his oh, head yeah, like it was one. the most casual thing that ever. That was uh,
1: Robin Ventura, yes. I yeah, that's he, it.
2: he still gets asked to sign pictures of that. Nolan Ryan does. Wow. Just him just, just wailing yeah. on Ventura.
1: That's like the number one, I think.
2: I, I think so. But Johnson, I would put up there because he got that helmet off on Finnegan and got him. Anytime you can get punching up on someone, I don't yeah. know. Though, That's bad.
3: The, um, Jose Bautista into, um, the second baseman there in Texas. Um, oh, the, um, he, he slid in a little late and took out, a man, this is going to drive me crazy. I know which, I remember that one. Uh, Bautista threw a punch and missed and then, um, got like clocked. Just creamed. I mean, right in the jaw. Baseball has some surprisingly good fights. You never see people like most of the time connect that well, though. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all continue. continue You're
2: gonna on. look this up. I gotta find his name. All right, so that you grabbed Chad Thomas and Greg Ward, yeah. two of the whitest sounding names of all time. So Addy, you uh, you picked up some more guys um, on defense and offense. So who'd you get? All right, let's start with
1: Michael Bennett. I was able to get him in a league. He was on waivers. You know, a lot of guys. You know, forgot about him. He's probably buried on the, uh, where the stats are for the year. Because again, he wasn't getting a lot of playing time. And so he wasn't able to record a lot of stats. Well, now he's getting playing time. In fact, the last three games, we've seen him play 59% of the snaps, 59% of the snaps, and then 69% of the snaps. Nice. Nice. Last week. Um, so yeah, this is translated to some big plays for Bennett. He had, he had 7 quarterback hits and 3 sacks in his last 3 games. Wow, that's nice. So he is uh he's producing and I've always been a Bennett fan, but uh yeah, in this one particular league I'm having some issues at uh with buys this week. I think I have Danil Hunter on a buy. It's a bad mm-hmm. bye week, dude. It's a tough week, yeah. yeah. Um and so yeah, I'm using Bennett and I was I was Pleasantly surprised to find him there. So, you know, check your waiver wire because this is a guy that's probably going to be a nice little defensive end two, defensive end three to have for the, uh, you know, just for the stretch run if you, you know, need a depth piece or maybe you're a Miles Garrett owner. This would be a nice uh, replacement.
2: Absolutely. He needs to get those shoulder pads figured out. Yeah. 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 He, yeah, and yeah. He kills. Him. He's a hard watch with the shoulder pads. Yeah. I get that
1: yeah um let's see who else did i get i got sean lee we talked about uh, of devil. course we talked about lv earlier we mm. all remember that yeah and uh yeah, we did
0: there was yeah. a lot of talking you want to take on. a
3: moment to you know, you know? <laughs> can i
1: redo that guys can <laughs> i redo that
2: segment i want to redo He's it
1: Mayock.
2: make mayock said uh there were uh, people were worried
1: yeah that was uh that was that's gonna haunt me that is gonna haunt me but yeah, Sean Lee. So, uh, you know, he seems to produce whenever he gets the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's someone I recommend there. I'm recommending some vets, you know, Michael yeah. Bennett, Sean Lee. But here's a young guy. If you need a cornerback, Nick Needham. Needham and Needham, Needham. How awesome is that? That is oh, great. Yeah.
2: Needham, Needham.
1: How cool is that? If he you know get a pick or whatever.
3: Good dude.
2: Need it,
1: Needham. <laughs> I love that. Holler that from the stands. Needed it. <laughs> Need him! I don't know. just just spitballing here, boys. But, uh, yeah, he's been balling lately. So, in our RSO league, points-wise, he's put up, the last three weeks, 19.25, 20.25, and 16 points in his last three games. Thanks, so, he's averaging wow. seven tackles over that three-game span. Hmm. Another guy, he is just starting in playing time. Uh, earlier in the season, he wasn't getting these defensive snaps hmm. like he is now. And you see what he's doing. He's producing. He is the cornerback you want to own for the Dolphins right now.
3: While we're on cornerbacks, I'm going to go ahead and throw Troy Hill in there, too. I grabbed him this Good week. One. After the bye, he had uh, seven tackles in Week 10. Uh Week 11, he had six with a sack and an interception. Um, I think you can pretty clearly see people are just trying to stay away from uh, Jalen Ramsey going Troy Hill's way. That's so. right.
2: It's funny. If you Google Nick Needham, there's an author that comes up. So make sure you put NFL because it's and uh, otherwise you're getting the book Two Thousand Years of Christ's Power, Part One: The Age of the yeah. Early Church Fathers, Paperback, 1998 Edition. I've got that one. So let's it's a do a good book. Uh, NFL. Oh, it's N I K. There's no C. Oh. What is happening there? Huh? Nick Needham. N I K. Wow. That's why.
1: Need wow. a K, yeah. and I'm sorry, need a C. <laughs> you had it. Damn it, ruined
2: it. All right, I'm done. I'm done out. tonight. Adam's checking out. It's
3: uh ruined Odor was the uh, second baseman. Who ruined Odor?
2: Can you spell that first name? Yeah,
3: it's like R O U N E D. Ruined Odor. Like you ruined it. <laughs> yes, okay. literally. He played for a while. There you go. Ruined He's actually Odor. Really good. That sounds like a- he uh,
1: ruined Batista's face. Yeah. He did. Right? There you go. There
2: you go. You're back, Adam. Yeah, All right. So, who did you pick up on offense? Some offense, nice names here.
1: Was able to get uh, Jonathan Williams in our. It was a ten team league that we're in, that uh, most people don't pay attention to.
2: Every half the leagues asleep. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, I uh, was able to get Jonathan Williams. He had a nice, and I, I put him in the starting lineup, so that was nice. He got me like 22 points.
2: Uh, second game with
1: over 100 yards rushing.
2: They gave him the workload they never gave Marlon Mack. Mm, yeah, interesting. It's crazy.
1: But you know, that seems to be a backfield you can just kinda of plug somebody in and yeah, get yeah. production it's very productive. out of it. So We're a
2: run first team right now. Frank
1: Wright, much like Kyle Shanahan, he knows how to uh he makes good plays. He he creates you know, inventive uh plays.
3: And that's smart with Brissett going into this year. That's a great mindset to have.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Especially
2: with
3: a gimpy Brissett.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, also got Darius Geis in that same league. This was, a, you talked about bi-week hell. This is, uh, that league definitely was in bi-week hell. So I had to get, uh, Darius Geis. He's starting for me. And then Carson Wentz was out there on waivers. Mm. Um, it's
2: kind of sad. We're at a point where Carson Wentz is like, oh, I know, man, okay, fine. Carson yeah. Wentz was
1: a guy that, but again, he's lost tons of receivers. They're banged up, all mm-hmm. that stuff. But he was a guy that, you know, started the year, kind of looked at it like a, top five top six quarterback
2: yeah thought that um, offense could be top five top six yeah. yeah
1: but again we don't know how much of his struggles has to do with the offense just being banged up and especially the receivers yeah um but yeah that's that's who i got
2: who you got all right i only had a, a few guys picked up here on the defensive side grab trey boston i tried to get uh ricardo allen he's the falcon safety right there mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but he got snatched up, a higher waiver priority. So I went back and grabbed Trey Boston. I have Harrison Smith on by, and then Kari Willis was out injured. So I'm starting Trey Boston and uh, Whitehead. So what a time to be alive. And then nice. offense somehow did not realize that Phil Rivers and Patrick Mahomes had the same bye week, which is the whole reason you roster two quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went and picked up Fitzmagic. Uh, But going against that, you know, banged up, depleted Browns defense, maybe he uh, has a nice week here. And then I scooped up Deshaun Jackson in our main RSO league. He's on IR right now, so I'm going to see about possibly extending him. But Mm. um, because he's, I think he signed a three year deal with the Eagles, so he's going to be there for a while. Mm. Yep. I mean, unless he like abruptly retires or something, which doesn't seem like likely. So I think he'll be in Philadelphia. And maybe this is just a down year for the Eagles. Maybe they come back strong. You know, a post-hype sleeper next season. I think they
1: have already brought back uh, or have Alshon under contract, right?
3: Do they?
2: I'll look it up while you talk about him.
3: Thank you for calling him Phil Rivers. I mean, at this point in his career, he's definitely not a Phillip anymore. No, No, he's a Phil. Especially after that last game. Yeah.
2: He's washed, dude. Seems like,
3: yeah. What's their plan you know who's their backup there? I don't know. Hopefully Keenan
1: Allen gets out of town. That's God, all I hope.
2: Yeah, Alshon's not going anywhere. His dead cap next year is a twenty-six million.
1: So we're probably going to see Agler move on. Yeah, I think you're going to you're going to see the the receivers be Alshon, Arthega Whiteside, and then Deshaun Jackson. Yeah.
2: Hopefully, Djax can just stay healthy, man. This is yeah. a little older. You worry about getting nicked up with those injuries later in your career. They don't
1: have to be super deep because again, they have yeah. those awesome tight ends there in Goddard and, and Ertz and Miles Sanders is coming yeah, on. Miles Sanders, he he's yeah. looked
2: great. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so That's what I going to say so they he's got a good crushed.
2: team. They got a lot of fun,
1: fun pieces. We know that Howie is always uh, one of the better GMs, and he'll he'll
3: fit uh, mm-hmm. or he'll find guys through the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, They're going to have to draft some defense. Yeah, definitely. defensive line's been pretty crappy outside that, of Brandon Graham. That's
1: very true. They they definitely need an overhaul there.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep, no doubt. So that was
2: Who'd You Get? A nice little segment we have coming up here for you guys. Off the radar players we're excited about in 2020. So these are guys not necessarily that have been lighting the world on fire for one reason or another. Maybe it's been injury. Maybe it's been opportunity. Uh, maybe they're rookies and they're starting to earn more playing time. But these are guys that we are really excited to see where they you know, where they go in next season. So, uh, Bobby, why don't you get us going? Who are you excited about that's a little bit off the radar right now, but uh, you have big
3: hopes for in 2020? Yeah, so we didn't see him very much this year because he... Uh, Outside did? of the HBO TV show. Absolutely. With him and his best friend... Uh, Cleveland Farrell. Yeah, that was it, wasn't Riding it? Riding horses, yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Give me that song. What's that song? It's Old Country Road. There we go. Yep. Um sorry. What where was I going with all all of this? <laughs> the player that you wanted to talk about there is he Thank you so much, Josh. Uh Jonathan Abram. Jonathan Abram. Yeah, he's on IR right now, you know, got hurt week 1. Um what did he do? Break his collarbone?
2: I don't know. It was sad though cuz I mean he was playing so well in that game when he got hurt. I Broken think heart.
3: Was, I think we saw him pretty uh He did pretty well in the preseason, maybe some too. Um, He's going to have to learn to uh, dial it back just a touch, I believe. But um, he could really be a hard-hitting, fun guy to watch. He had a shoulder injury. Yeah. Um, So, anyways, yeah, he's kind of an interesting stash. We don't really know what we've got yet. But, um, you know, higher capital draft pick there in him. Uh, Great up-and-coming defense, I guess, is what it looks like that Gruden's kind of Mm-hmm. Constructing their good in, draft uh, class. Where are they going now? They're going to Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. So baby. Last year in Oakland. He had
2: also he had a torn rotator cuff and your favorite injury, Bobby? The torn labia. The torn labia.
3: Nice. Yeah, so oh, that's yeah. good. That's not really an injury that's, that you gotta you know. worry about long term. It's okay. For so, safety. Yeah.
2: yeah. And he he I think could be one of those guys if he's fully healthy and ready to go week one, which he should be. Sure. I mean, he's a guy I really like as um you know top 12 potential because yeah, oh, he's definitely. so talented and if that raiders defense takes the next step watch out he but, should be a top 12
3: invest heavily in some insurance behind him though because he does seem a little not only hot headed but uh a little Rambunctious. I mean, he's a hard-hitting guy. Like, yeah.
2: He's gonna put his body out there.
3: Yeah. So just have have somebody else teed up because he's liable to hurt himself again. Yeah.
1: Make sure you study that Raiders depth chart too. Just know who you can plug in because mm-hmm. you see there you can get production. Yeah, we saw Paul Joseph. Exactly. <laughs> Hold he, on to him. He Eric, was good. Wilson was that the other Eric guy? Wilson's yeah. been good. So yeah, you, and uh, anyone that gets hurt, pretty much, you know, the next man up does does just fine.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't. What I've learned this year is you really can't rest on your laurels if you have like two or three good guys at one position, uh-huh. because come week twelve or thirteen, you're going to be on about guys six or seven. Oh yeah, definitely at sure. certain positions. Guys so- are going to
1: fade out. That's just the way it goes. Yeah, you got to constantly be on top of things. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. So Markham, who are you excited about in twenty twenty? That's a little bit off the radar.
1: I'm excited about Jelani Tavai. I
2: spell. I say that right? Yeah. Jelani. Jelani. Yeah. Tomato. Tomato. It's all good.
1: Okay, so yeah, uh, rookie. And um, he has played less than 50% of the snaps only three times this year. That's impressive, especially for a
2: rookie linebacker. Sure,
1: he's getting some run, and we've seen him getting a lot more run lately. Um, But yeah, the the Detroit Lions, man, that that group of linebackers they have right now, they are, I, I forget where I saw it, but the whole set of them, are like among the lowest rated on PFF. They're a
2: whole bunch of butt right now.
1: Terrible. Just a terrible team. Terrible defense. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, this shouldn't be a tough group to, you know, ascend to, um, or ascend, you know, Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, this would be my pick for next year. I think this is a guy that's probably gonna get the majority of the snaps at middle linebacker, mm-hmm. and uh, we've seen what he what he can do when he gets them. He's he's gotten some sacks. He's gotten some. He's had a, a couple of games where he's had I think nine to ten tackles. Mm-hmm. So, this is a guy that I like going forward.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Tavai has shown out. I know you have him in RSO, Bobby. What's that experience been like?
0: Yeah,
3: I haven't had him long. I traded for him about mid season. I don't remember who the prior owner was or why. You know, through week six, he really hadn't done a whole lot. Uh, but yeah, you're right, Adam. Week nine, he had nine tackles. Uh, week 10, he actually had his first sack. So, you know, I think the key metric here is just that as a rookie, um, linebacker with him playing more than 50% of the snaps in his first year, you know, he's not a Devin Bush or a Devin White, you know, year one. But, you know, you give him a couple years and give him and Patricia some, you know, some, some longer time to kind of get that set up. And uh, he could be a nice little play there. Uh, aside from Detroit having no one this week, uh, Tracy Walker's out. And Tracy Walker's
1: out again. Trey,
3: Trey Flowers, Flowers is out. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Ragnow Stafford.
1: Yeah, they've they've been unfortunate, you know, with injuries. Um, but yeah, some other guys I was considering uh, also was uh, Jermaine Pratt, mm-hmm. and uh, because you know he's he's probably gonna get the. Uh, the lion's share next next year mm-hmm. um already has been getting a lot he's been seeing an uptick in snaps um and also uh talkie wow. cleveland
0: yep i, got I him. mean
1: showbert's been great for fantasy uh but i don't know how good he actually really is as you know a linebacker mm-hmm. um so you know they could they could move on they could go with mac wilson and Taki talkie. Mm-hmm. uh We'll see. I don't. I don't know how that shakes out, but I'm definitely interested in in all three of those linebackers I, I named. All three of those rookie linebackers.
2: Yeah, that was uh, the him and Sean Dion Hamilton are two guys. Talky Talky and Dion Hamilton, two guys I'm. I have uh, long term holds on in mm-hmm. our main league. I think they're guys that could step into a bigger role. Yep. In the coming years, I was actually looking up Joe Schobert's contract, so he's actually an unrestricted free agent. So there you go. So Talky
1: Talky. Mac Wilson's obviously already on your radar. He's been really good this year. But talkie talkie, a lot of people liked him, uh, that we respect. So we I had expect- a lot
2: of a uh, lot of talking heads crowing about him in the preseason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking up uh talkie snaps because he wasn't playing like at all.
1: He's not and- he's he's still not getting a lot of playing time, but I think we've seen a, maybe a little bit
3: more. I guess while you're looking that up, I guess my other honorable mentions would be um I'm kind of interested to see what Jeffrey Simmons is going to do next Mm -hmm. year. You know, he's there behind a great D tackle in uh, Jarrell Casey. Going to learn a lot from that dude. Um, And then my other kind of interesting one is Juan Thornhill. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, I was looking up Honey Badger's contract, and he's through 2021. Um, Honey Badger, I think, is 27 is what it said. But um, Juan's really fast, uh, runs around the field quite a bit. I think uh, from what I've heard, um, the coach there, Andy Reid. He really likes him. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. He's kind of my stash right now. Just to, I don't think he's really worth playing right this second, but um, give him some time, maybe a year or so. But Jeffrey Simmons could be really good. I'm, I'm kind of ashamed that I traded him away, but it is what it is at this point in the season.
2: It is what it is, and it ain't what it ain't. Yeah.
3: Another safety Marquise Blair.
1: while yeah. we're just thinking of uh, you know, names mm. right here. He's a guy that was – playing pretty well before they brought on Diggs. Yeah. Um but he's seen his snaps, you know, really mm-hmm. uh cut back. So I, I like him long term. He was a he was a guy that was a pretty big, you know, pretty big hitter. Seemed like the perfect Cam Chancellor replacement. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I like him a lot next year
2: probably though. For sure. So Takitaki played basically 0% of the snaps. Up through week 10, so a couple weeks ago, he played 16%, and last week he played 8 So again, not a lot, but up until then, something. he hadn't mm-hmm. played any. Yep. So it's that's something. good.
1: And if, you know, if Cleveland loses another game or two, we may see that continue to. Yeah. Because I think,
2: I do think Joe Schobert will go out and get himself a nice fat contract with yeah. another team, and I don't think that team will be Cleveland. Yeah. Cleveland
1: probably shouldn't pay that. That would you be know? dumb.
2: No. Yeah. Speaking of which, that is leads into my guy here, which is actually L.J. Collier. So this was a guy, I had one pick in the rookie draft, I think in the fourth or fifth round. It was the fifth. Fifth round. It was really late. Yeah, seat. it was like the 5'10", I think. Yeah. So almost the end of the draft, I scooped up L.J. Collier. I was just grabbing the highest rated defensive end. And things were looking great until the clowny trade happened. That really put a damper on his appeal for 2019. And I know Collier was banged up earlier in the season, uh, but he is a first-rounder, and I do not think that Clowney will be back with the Seahawks. Mm. He is an unrestricted free agent going into this offseason. I think he's going to sign the richest defensive deal in NFL history. I don't think it'll be in Seattle. So I think it'll be wheels up for LJ Collier next season with Clowney out of town. We'll see. Maybe Seattle ponies up for him. I think he's going to go on a tear here to end the season and earn himself like a five year, $100 million contract I or something. Wow. I think
1: he may be a little banged up, though. I think mm-hmm. where I saw he's seeing like he? a specialist for. Okay, I hadn't seen that. Uh, His hip,
3: maybe? Yeah, I've seen it too, but I can't remember exactly what it was.
1: But you're right, though. I mean, if, if he is good, he has just been out of his mind the last couple of games. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I like
2: Clowney, um, But man, Yeah, he's questionable with no. It just says a sore hip. So I I think I saw where he was
1: getting like some other opinions from outside sources or something. I I I saw that come across my timeline. Okay, but uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, Clowney could definitely go somewhere. It's not like it's not like they gave up that much compensation to get him. Mm -hmm. And probably now that I think of it. I'm sure a big reason for that was because Clowney would not commit to re-signing with
2: them. Exactly. I'm sure they were like, No, I'm going to hit free agency and yeah. make like a bajillion dollars. Right.
1: And uh, yeah, I mean, that that does seem to be like a Clowny move to kind of just, mm-hmm. he'll probably chase the money.
3: He should.
2: Yeah.
1: He should. He'll be a Redskin.
2: Third third rounder and like a yeah. ham sandwich. It was some like linebacker nobody had ever heard of. Which is and... really
3: smart because now the opposite of that is what the Rams have given for Jalen Ramsey. And now you put yourself in a situation where you have to pay Jalen Ramsey because you just gave up a first to get him. I think that's so stupid uh, for the dude, Rams.
1: The Rams do not look good.
3: They're... they're the outlook
1: is, for them. I like
2: the fantasy the guy in your fantasy league who goes all in and it starts to just crumble and you're like, "Oh, he doesn't yeah, have like, any first round picks. He's yeah. really
3: cash strapped moving forward." Yeah. It's not a great look. I mean, they've been buying a lot of these dudes and, you know, they've let some of these guys walk, which I've been happy with, like Sue and Marcus Peters and um Akib Taleb. I think both of those guys are kind of older. Um but Marcus
2: Peters has looked nice in Baltimore though.
3: Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. He can make big plays. Yeah. you know He's
2: always been like a pick artist.
3: Yeah, so I don't know. I'm really concerned about the Rams. I think their outlook here for 2021, they could be one of the worst teams in the league, I think. Uh, Jared Goff, I think, sucks.
2: I think that's the problem, is if you had like a Patrick Mahomes at quarterback for the Rams, even if they were in this cap hell situation, the outlook would be a lot sunnier because you'd have a
3: generational quarterback. And the other thing, too, is like, you know, we've talked about this, but the Rams need to go out maybe this offseason if they can find a way to get a number one receiver because I don't feel like they have one right now. Sure, Cooper Cup is awesome, but he's just a slot receiver that's catching a bunch of, like, for PPR, he's great. But, like, for an actual NFL team, like, how good is he, you know? Go get a Julio Jones or go get an A.J. Green or go get somebody who can actually, like, Sure, they might be a vet. Go get one of these. Well, they can't.
2: They don't have any picks. That's the thing. We
1: heard the rumblings of uh, Odo Beckham. Yeah. You know, liking LA. Maybe that could be a destination. Maybe that gets, uh, maybe those trade talks get going again in the summer.
3: It's possible. And, you know, the Rams have proved to, you know, they've made some really great trades. And it seems like when some of these big names come up, the Rams are in contention for all of these guys. They're not afraid to go out there and try and get them. But you've got to have something. To to be able to trade, you know, and I
2: I think there may be
1: they're dwindling on their assets now, don't
3: have a lot of assets to flip. And you're going to see some of these dudes move. I mean, you're going to have to because that's going to be where their assets are at. These, you know, Robert Woods might get moved, a Brandon Cooks could get moved, Tyler Higby or a Gerald Everett. You know, I don't think both of those are gonna be able to stay. Jared Goff could be
2: moved. The problem
1: Gosh, is please do. The problem is though, have they been exposed now?
3: Yeah. The whole McVay offense I think is slowly starting to get figured out. What can you get for
1: Brandon Cooks? Like in the real NFL. What, what what's a
3: team going to be willing With to pay his for Brandon Cooks? concussion
2: concerns, maybe a fourth? Yeah.
3: <laughs> what did they third? Maybe. What did, third? They, maybe? What yeah, did the third. Texans give for Kenny Stills?
1: Oh God, probably like a fifth or sixth. Probably not much. Huh.
3: Because that's comparable-ish.
0: Yeah,
2: at this I mean, yeah, you're right. That's kind of crazy at this point. So he was part of that Laramie Tunsil trade. So it's kind of okay. hard to separate yeah. the payment on that one because that was several first rounders. I think and yeah, the Texans magi- traded two first rounders plus a second rounder to the Dolphins in exchange for Tunsil and Kenny oh Stills. Gosh. So Stindl-
1: Stills was pretty much just a throw-in. He was yeah. a throw-in. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's a lot. It's a lot, but Tunsil. Has been really good from people who know offensive line pl- yeah. line play better than I do.
3: Hyde's been running great there. Um, Hyde's look good. Duke Johnson has been okay. I mean, I don't know. We talked a little bit early on the season as if uh, um, we didn't know whether um, Houston had upgraded their offensive line very much. And early on in the season, they looked really bad. But I guess Tunsil has helped out some.
2: Tunsil is one of the best left tackles in the league. So
3: what? Um, it would have been cool if they could have moved uh, Clowney for Rashad Penny. That would've been neat. Put Penny somewhere else.
2: Penny needs a new home.
3: Yeah, I don't think uh I don't think that Carol and Penny are gonna work out together for, for too long.
2: He has a uh, Carson man crush. Yeah. Chris no, Carson man crush. But to wrap
3: this back around, I do love the LJ Collier talk. I, I think that would be great. I do think I don't know about Clowney being gone. I mean, you see a lot of the whole what was the name of them? Uh Boom. Legion of Boom. There you go. Yeah. Not not a, not a lot. Of, not a lot of those guys got paid, did they? A lot of those guys ended up taking not off. Not really. So, you know or retiring historically, you know, speaking, I guess. I don't know if Carroll really pays those dudes. But you think about a full year of uh uh Jaren Reed with Collier, uh I don't know the other young guys that they really have there, Puna Ford.
2: They'll add some guys in the draft. Um but no, I just think there's zero chance that you see Jadeveon Clowney there. Just Seahawks because- are
3: really,
1: you know, they really think about the contracts they hand out. They yeah. do. Took they're them forever to play. give Bobby Wagner his his yeah. pay. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Russell Wilson. You know that yeah, some that people was thought not early. Right. Some people thought he was going to the Giants and like yeah. all this madness. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, they're very hesitant. They're not. They're gonna wait before they open up the checkbook. Which
3: would have been so cool.
2: He will be the number one free agent player, probably out of offense or defense, and Russell um, Wilson.
3: Or are you talking Jadavian Clowney? Clowney. So you legitimately think that uh he'll be the highest paid of all time 100%.
2: Hmm. I think that story is coming like the day before free agency hits, you know cuz all all the deals leak now before yeah. free agency yeah. actually starts. That'll be the first big domino to fall. I mean,
1: he'll get 90 to 100 million. What's the who's who's the highest paid defensive end?
3: Isn't it uh
2: Who's the highest paid defensive player? Wasn't it Aaron Donald? Mm-hmm. What do you get like 100 million?
3: I don't even remember now.
2: Yeah, uh, is the highest played when he signed a six-year, one hundred and thirty-five million dollar extension. So oh, if he's if, six years, if he's gonna top that, um, <laughs> I think he'll get something like five years, a hundred million. There's really a ton do. of cap right there, Yeah. In so let's see. I want to see the NFL teams with the most salary cap space in twenty. Whoever pays that is dumb, though. Yeah.
1: I mean that's not going to work. Yeah. It never for one, does. For one, Clowney like is he seems to struggle uh, with consistency, and we've always heard the murmurs about work ethic and stuff. That just that just
3: reeks. You don't want to pay a guy like that. He's been pretty injured too. Yeah, not been that healthy of a dude. Um, yeah, I mean it's just like a. Go ahead.
2: I just, the Colts have the most cap space because of Andrew Luck's quarter uh, contract getting voided. So Maybe there you awesome. go. Uh, I would not be thrilled with that, and I, that's just not Ballard style. I think it'll be one of these teams, like the Jets or you know the mm. Redskins, that make these kind of splashy, stupid signings. Yeah, like I could totally see Washington giving him like five years, one hundred and twenty-five <laughs> million.
3: Yeah, definitely.
2: I mean, they just paid Landon Collins like. You know, a bajillion dollars. Albert Haynesworth of 2020. Yes, essentially, I think that's what's coming. One other guy I wanted to bring up here besides Collier that I was going back and forth on that I extended it in our RSO league was Kari Willis. (laughs) Uh, Talking to my brother who's really plugged in on, he listens to the Colts podcast and really, really plugged in on the team. Uh, He said the belief is that uh, Clayton Gathers will be, they'll move on from him this offseason and you'll see Malik Hooker and Kari Willis as the two starting safeties there. And Malik typically pays, plays that kind of deeper free safety role.
1: So, I mean, you've got to watch him. Like, what do you think of him? He's-, uh,
2: he's, a, he's a baller, dude. He's a playmaker. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, that that was before I really felt good about – I gave him the extension just based on watching him a couple games, kind of hearing these rumblings that maybe he would be the guy moving forward. But he was, he was out this last game. He was injured in the Thursday night game. But – the two games prior to that he he got a lot of snaps and was really playing well mm. so nice. he, if he's out there on your wire and you can pick him up and stash him I'm really excited about him for twenty twenty.
3: I could talk for a while about a bunch of these dudes that I know be cool stashes for twenty twenty because that's one of the fun things that
2: doesn't open up to you really until you get into a dynasty format yeah is these kind of like okay. Whether you're in the playoffs or not in the playoffs, you're kind of looking at your roster and, like, projecting forward to next season. Like, who are these guys I want to make sure I have? So
1: think about it like this year. Like, who are the guys? um, So, like, Jerome Baker, you know, he Mm -hmm. came on at the end of his rookie year. Rashawn Evans, Mm -hmm. same thing. And look at them now. They're both uh, Mm balling in 2019. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's these second-year guys that kind of underperform, don't get the playing time that we want, you know, early on. That's who you're targeting in year two. Mm. And you see a lot of times they make these leaps.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and you wanna if you can grab a guy that you think is gonna blow up now, it's you can pay so much less because in the off season when guys start to get cut, guys get traded, guys get signed, these puff pieces, these hype pieces start to come out and the price of all these sleepers starts to go up. Yeah. Mm. So you want to grab these guys before the hype really starts to hit them. Yeah, and you
1: don't really want to check out. I know a lot of people will mm-hmm. check out at this point, you know, and if they're not, if their seasons aren't going well. Well, mm-hmm. this is how you get good for next year. Mm-hmm. You see who's who's coming on and who's playing well. Again, we talked about Rashawn Evans, Jerome Baker, mm-hmm. Tracy Walker. Mm-hmm. All these dudes were playing well down the stretch of of 2018. Mm-hmm. So keep that stuff in mind. What I want to start doing is like writing this stuff down, like yeah. making notes of, okay, this is going on, this is happening, just so I can remember. You need to target and 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 look at these guys in the off season.
2: Well, one thing we should make a note of for a segment once the season is over is look at like the last like I don't know four, six, eight games of the season. Uh-huh. Who were the highest scoring guys in that yeah. stretch? Mm-hmm. Not season long, mm-hmm. but who were the guys playing well that last like you know third or so of the season that could project project forward into next season. Yeah. And pay close attention to the teams that are out of it.
3: Yeah. You know, because Because they're going to be trying different stuff. Exactly. They're giving those young guys a shot now, you know, because they don't really have anything to lose. And it's great for them because, you know, Adam said this before, but like especially with Miami, like I think it was last year or this year you were saying that, but like just who cares? Like let the young guys go out there, let them get beat, let them learn. You know, and they're eventually gonna get better. And it's kind of the same with these last four or five weeks. You know, if you suck, if you're already out of contention, put the young guys in. People will see what they have. You'll be able to learn a lot from fantasy perspective going into next year and grab some of these sleepers and You know, even if these guys don't pan out, it's just a dart throw. You know, some of these guys might just super work. You're hoping to get a lottery ticket. You might find some of these Max Crosbys. You know, that just really are just looking awesome, and you might have for the next five years. So, yeah, even though you you have you know three or four dart throws, and you hit on a Max Crosby, that's going to be worse than the other two or three misses. These
2: are not guys that necessarily you're saddling big contracts to or trading a lot to get. These are just like we've talked about all year. You just want a bunch of darts. Yeah. And if the
1: dart throws, you know, aren't connecting, you want to know that as quickly as possible so you can move on from that guy. You don't keep on, you know, seeing if he's going to perform, keep wasting playing time on this guy. Yeah.
3: Yeah. The best thing I've ever uh, heard from a guy, I buy and sell vehicles every once in a while. And, you know, a friend of mine says if it's a loser, get off of it fast. That way you're not constantly just – I got to get my money. Got to get my yeah. money. It's gonna take you forever. Maybe you might never get it back out. But as soon as you know this car's gonna lose, get off of it now.
2: And especially in fantasy football, if you're sitting there stressing over a guy, it just it depletes your enjoyment. At the end yeah. of the day, if you're not having fun doing yeah. this, like just move on. If a guy is like you know giving you migraines, trying to figure out if you should play him or not, just cut bait and move on. Yeah, Kenny Clark, we're looking at you. Yeah, you need to straighten up, Kenny. All right, so that was a few guys that we're excited about in 2020. Hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I know it is nice and toasty here in the Sode Shack, fellas. Feeling good I've been here. That mm-hmm. that heater yeah. right there next to you, Adam's up to 80 degrees. It's the raised- warmest it's ever been in here. We it 35 degrees in the last. It um, was because it was it was 45 degrees when we got in here. Yeah, awesome. so I uh, good job, guys. I brought
1: my little work heater. Uh, my, my little heater from work. That little, uh, it is tiny. It is the smallest little heater you've seen. But boy, it out. this thing puts it out. Yeah,
2: it uh, it works hard for the money. It really puts yes, it out. Yes, sir. It does.
1: Yes, sir. Laid back on its back. All right, we're going to
2: go before this <laughs> thing spins off in a terrible direction. But we will see you all Next week at some point. I don't know when we're going to record with Thanksgiving going on. Yeah, it's going to be
1: tough, but we'll, we'll
2: come, love. we will come back together because we were saying this is the 19th week in a row. We've put out a show for you. Guys. We almost
1: let this one get away from us, boys. We did. Yeah. We did. We it's been close. a, it's
2: been a rough week, but here we are and it's nice to talk football with you boys. Yep. Thankful for y'all and, uh, We'll be Love back. you, boys. We'll be back next week. Let's triple kiss. Triple kiss. Here we go. <laughs> of course, Markham <laughs> puts the tongue in there. You sick piece of...
0: Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Big3IDP.